Welcome to Explore the Word Podcast. Hope you're having a great day. We're going to continue in our series in the Old Testament books. We're now looking at the minor prophet of Obadiah. The name, the meaning of the name Obadiah is servant of the Lord. The name is pretty common in the Old Testament era. Uh, we hardly know anything about this Obadiah, though, the author of the book. All we know for certain is that Obadiah was the prophet in Jerusalem at the time of Edom's horrific act on the city. He hides himself uh, from any kind of reference and really diverts all his attention to the message he gives, just again, showing the uniqueness of each of the prophets. So the historical setting, the date of the writing is approximately 845 BC. I'm not sure if you know this or not, but Jerusalem was pillaged five times during the monarchy and the prophets. In 926, it happened by the hand of Egypt when uh, Rehoboam was ruling Judah. You find that in 1 Kings chapter 14, verses 25 and 26. In 845, which we're talking about now, by the Philistines, uh, and with Edom's help as well, there was a revolt and things. You can find that record in Second Chronicles chapter 21. And then in 790, it was pillaged by Israel under the king Joash in Second Chronicles 24, verses 23 and 24. And then a lot further ahead then, in 597, by Nebuchadnezzar, when Jehoiakim was sent into exile in 2 Kings chapter 24. And in that time, Daniel was headed off to Babylon too, just for context, so you understand when that happens. And in 586, again, it happened by Nebuchadnezzar, and this time, he doesn't just pillage, he destroys the city, the temple, and that's in 2 Kings 25. Uh, the Edomites were involved, we know for sure, in 845, and then they helped... Nebuchadnezzar and the Babylonians in 586. So the geographical setting, Edom was located in Mount Zero range of mountains and uh, was the, in this mountain range that they had plateaus as well uh, to the southwest of Judah beyond the Dead Sea. Its territory extended for Moab at the river Aron and to the Gulf of Abaqua to the south about 100 miles uh, with Petra in the middle. After Judah's captivity in 586, they took southern Judah and made Hebron their chief city. So the religious setting, Judah in 845 was under Jerome, a wicked king. I mean, this guy was bad. And just as bad, if not as wicked, was Athaliah, his, his wife, the queen. And they allowed, promoted Baal worship in Judah like nobody else similar to what Ahab and Jezebel had introduced in Jerusalem, or sorry, in Israel, about 25 years earlier. They certainly provoked the Lord to allow foreign invaders to come punish Judah. Uh, contemporary with Obadiah were Elijah and Elisha in the northern kingdom of Israel. Actually, Elijah wrote a letter to Jerome announcing the Lord's judgment. So that's the religious setting. The political setting following the prosperous and really good reign of King Jehoshaphat, his son, Jerome, takes, becomes sole ruler. And man, as good as his father was, he was bad. 
I mean, he was 32 years old when he ascended the throne, and he begins his reign, he begins his reign by killing all his brothers. He kills them all. And he reigned eight years, again with his adulterous wife, Athaliah. And she learned this trade from probably the best of the best in this realm, for she was the daughter of Ahab and Jezebel. Okay, so... Jerome died a painful death from horrible bowel disease as predicted by Elijah in the letter he sent. 2 Chronicles 21 talks about that. Because of his wickedness, the Lord allowed Edom's revolt against Judah and then the pillage by the Philistines, the Arabs, and themselves. And that's in 2 Chronicles 21 as well. This cost him, Jerome, the loss of his wives, his children, except for Athaliah, and Ahaziah, my goodness, I'm having tongue twisters here today. But at any rate, Israel and Edom uh, originated from twin brothers, right? You know, if you know your history in the Bible, Jacob and Esau, the twin brothers, this is where these two nations began. Unfortunately, they became enemies. And uh, I'm just going to give you some referencing points in the past uh, in Scripture. And then in, in um, secular history as well, uh, in 1406 B.C., Edom, this is Israel leaving um, Egypt, going for the promised land. They refused e Israel's passage en route to, Jer uh, to Jordan. You can find that in Numbers chapter 20. In 860 B.C., Edom, along with Moab and Ammon, attacked Judah. They, they, they you know, make a... A plan, a pledge, but Josephat finds out about it. He calls to prayer, and by God's hand, Moab and Ammon attack Edom, and you know it was destroyed again by the hand of God, uh, because of the prayer of a righteous king. In 785 B.C., Amaziah attacks Edom, slaying 20,000. That's found for us in Second Chronicles 25. In 586. Babylon comes with Nebuchadnezzar, right? Destroys Jerusalem. And Edom is there helping out Babylon and Nebuchadnezzar, vengefully trying to get, you know, their part of the pie. And then they're allowed to settle in southern Judah. That's found in Ezekiel uh, 25, verse 12. Uh, Edom's cities and lands are taken by uh, Neptean Arabs, forcing Edom into Edomites more into the middle and southern Judah. And then in 70 AD, the Edomites join Rome, the Romans in destroying and ravishing Jerusalem. Now, following this, they disappear from the pages of history as a people. They've now assimilated with the Nabeans, the Nabean Arabs. Uh, the Edomites are a hardy, proud people known for their wisdom and strength. Their rugged and mountainous location provided amazing seclusion and protection and the plateaus found within their land were you know provided great pastures for their animals petra their chief city is uh, one of the most colorful on earth cut from limestone uh, it only had a few entrances um, and, and one the main one was a as a mile long uh, entrance as such and it was a very narrow passage uh, through the mountains there uh, in the times of the Nepeans, this uh, city became a center 
of uh, caravan trade, you know, commerce on the move. It survived as a city, as a great city center, actually, until 60 AD, uh, 630 AD, when it was desolated by conquering uh, Muslim Arabs. It was lost to the world till rediscovered in 1812. And certain parts of Petra have been in movies, uh, well photographed now, uh, compared to, obviously, a couple hundred years ago when we didn't even know it existed. Uh, the purpose of the book of Obadiah, the purpose was twofold. To announce the final judgment and destruction of Edom for its unquenchable vengeance and violence towards Israel, God's people. And to reassert the ultimate triumph of Mount Zion in the day of the Lord when Israel will possess the land of Edom. So there's a couple unique contributions of Obadiah. We really see the sad fate of uh, Isaac's favorite son. This book examines the fate of the two sons of Isaac and Rebekah. Isaac insists the blessing go to Esau, though God had already selected Jacob. And you can find reference to that in Genesis chapter 25 and verse 23. The following history of its idolatry, its vengeance and violence points out from Esau's children, the peril of human choices when it's in opposition to God's choice. Okay, God makes the choosing and they went against it and oh, so much death and violence because of it. And it's a lesson on the dangers of family bitterness as well. Uh, through, though coming from twin brothers, the nations of Edom and Israel, man, they had a whole lot of bitterness, and bitterness leads to hate, and they became hateful enemies. The enmity between them began with the root of bitterness that grew into a national mutual hatred that was never reconciled. And you can find reference to that in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 15 to 17. That root of bitterness, we have to watch out for it. Ironically, it began in a good home. I mean, Isaac and, and Rebecca's home was a good home. But favoritism, when shown by a parent, oh my, can so easily ignite to rivalry. What's happened here, these, there was a rivalry and then it ended up into a bitter feud. That family feud still makes international headlines today in the Middle East. Uh, we see it all the time, the Arabs against Israel. We see it so often. Matthew introduces the story of Jesus in Matthew chapter 1 and 2 with the record of the intense enmity of Herod the Edomite who had become king of Israel. The enmity, the hatred is seen in the number of generations. Herod the Great sought to slay Jesus as an infant. Matthew chapter 2 verse 16. Herod Antipas had John the Baptist slain. And sought to kill Jesus and humiliate him at his trial. They found in Matthew 14, Luke 13, and Luke 23. Herod Agrippa I had James, the apostle, the disciple James, killed. And he tried to kill Peter. That's recorded for us in Acts chapter 12. Now the Edomites were a people who could have become great I mean, even way greater than what they were able to do on their own. They were endowed with wisdom and strength, 
but they sold their birthright by despising God's word and despising God's chosen people. Imagine the story. If Edom said, you know, we're gonna we're gonna help Israel. We're gonna love them. They're 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 our brothers, they're they're relatives. We need to take care of them. What a different story it would have been. But they allowed and jealousy. They allowed bitterness in and then brought forth its horrible fruits and which brought the wrath of God. Well, I hope that's helped you understand the book of Amos just a little bit better. And I would encourage you to explore this little book and to have a better understanding of what's taking place. Uh, folks, have a wonderful day. Keep exploring the word and keep looking to Jesus.